Last Night in Soho is half a love letter to London in the swingin' 60s, half a rebuke to the very act of nostalgia. In that sense, the movie is something of a self-fulfilling prophecy, because those competing ideologies occasionally weigh down a story that is, for at least an hour or more, kinetic and enthralling. That isn't to say that Edgar Wright's latest genre pastiche is a failure, far from it, just that it trips over its own lofty ambitions. The story begins in the present, as a shy young woman named Ellie, played by Thomas and Mackenzie, is transplanted from the English countryside to a fashion academy in the heart of bustling London. She moves into a creaky old house with a fussy landlady, played by the late Diana Riggs, who forbids gentlemen guests, and one of those upstairs rooms with a flashing neon sign right outside the window. When Ellie goes to sleep at night, she finds herself transported back to the same city streets in 1965, and it's like entering the magical world that Petula Clark described in Downtown. In these dreams, Ellie seems spiritually linked to the wide-eyed Sandy, played by Anya Taylor-Joy, who dreams of being the next Dusty Springfield, but a nefarious nightclub promoter, played by Matt Smith, has other plans. Soon enough, fantasy bleeds into reality, a few people actually bleed, and the movie's confectionary wistfulness curdles into something more harrowing and violent. Wright is essentially a walking film encyclopedia, and Last Night in Soho is his loving tribute to British directors like John Schlesinger, Richard Lester, and Lindsay Anderson. Key images remind us of Polanski's Repulsion, Antonioni's Blow Up, and Michael Powell's Peeping Tom, and there are knowing winks to the films of Italian horror masters Mario Bava and Dario Argento. Wright's strongest storytelling suit is establishing his characters, their personalities, and their inner conflicts through snappy visuals and clever editing tricks, and that's on full display here. Ellie's journey from the rolling hills of Cornwall to the claustrophobic bustle of Soho is effectively disorienting, and her first descent into the dream world is dazzling. But he can't sustain the velocity of that first hour. The middle section of Last Night in Soho is frustratingly draggy and repetitive. Ellie's tragic backstory never really pays off, and her romance with a fellow student, played by Michael Ahau, feels tacked on. As a purely aesthetic exercise, however, Last Night in Soho is a lot of fun. The cinematography by Chung Chung Hoon, who has shot most of Park Chan-wook's films, captures the mystery and menace of London at night. It's got impressive special effects that, typical of Edgar Wright, were done with a minimum of CGI trickery. The costumes by Odile Dix Moreau are period accurate, and the soundtrack is loaded with gems, from the Kinks to the Walker Brothers, Peter and Gordon to Dave D, Dozy, Beaky Mick, and Titch. All of those elements are so good that it's too bad that the film's attempt to imbue a kaleidoscopic nightmare with social commentary is as clunky and unconvincing as it is. Like Ellie wandering through London, it's best to sit back and enjoy the sights and sounds of Last Night in Soho, because thinking too closely about what lurks beneath the surface might only spoil the experience. For Spokane Public Radio, I'm Nathan Weinbender.